Welcome to the latest in our Aberdeen Standard Investments Closed-End Fund podcast series, where we catch up with our closed-end portfolio managers and gain some perspective on these complex market conditions. Today, we are focusing on the high-yield fixed income space with a co-manager of the Aberdeen Income Credit Strategies Fund, ticker ACP, Mr. Adam Tabor. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Adam. Adam, thanks for joining us from the UK. Let's begin with your view of the high-yield bond market and bank loan markets, if you will. And particularly, can you speak to the current economic cycle related to credit markets? Yes. Well, pretty constructive from our perspective. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, an end to, to the COVID lockdown is, is, is in sight now. Um, and, and, and as vaccines get rolled out across the globe, um, so long as we don't have a new vaccine-resistant variant, which would, would clearly be a big setback, um, you know, we should see economic activity continue to recover. Um, and, and, you know, that kind of reopening and, and reflation story has been a big support for high-yield markets. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of companies most impacted by the COVID lockdown were either high-yield rated already uh, with, with vulnerable balance sheets or, or found themselves downgraded to high-yield um, as a consequence of the pandemic. Uh, so, so the flip side of that is, is it a recovery, and, and really a much faster recovery than we had uh, anticipated, is having a much bigger positive impact on those companies now, um, and, and, lower, and lower rated credit is, is outperforming. Um, so, you know, just to give you a sense, and this is, this is Bank of America Global High Yield Index data, uh, you know, in, in the year to date, um, you know, to the end of May, double Bs have returned 1.1%, uh, single Bs 2.5%, and, and triple C's have returned 7.6%. Um, you know, so so quite a significant um, you know difference in outperformance. Um, and and then linked to that is that is that default rates have remained very low, um, and you know much lower than had been expected at this time last year. Um, you know, so according to Moody's, uh, you know, who put together a, a trailing last 12 month default rate for the global high yield. That was at 4.9% at the end of May, uh, you know, down, point, down from 5.6% in April, and uh, and that was forecast to be you know close to 11% this time last year. So we've seen about half of the defaults that have been feared, um, and and Moody's now forecast that to drop to just 1.8% um, you know, by the end of, of 21. Um, so yeah, so obviously that's um, you know it's very very supportive for, for high yield performance. Really surprised, Adam, how low the default rates are and what they're um, you know, prophesized to be. And I'm curious for our listeners, how does your team assess risk when you're constructing and managing a portfolio like ACP? Yeah, so you know we need to make it clear that that you know ACP is investing in in the higher yielding end of the high yield market, um, so that the fund itself has an average rating of, of single B um, today. That's B flat on a on a best rating basis, or, or B minus on a on a worst rating basis. Um, you know, with just under or just over a third of the fund invested in triple C, um, triple C rated securities. So that's against you know in the context of a, a global high yield market with an average rating of double B minus. Uh, you know, so a, a couple of hot, notches higher than where we are, um, and about 10% in triple Cs. So yeah, clearly we're taking you know a lot more credit risk in the market. Um, Worth mentioning here that you know we don't necessarily consider all of that triple C risk. You know that the third of the fund is as pure triple C risk, which which might sound a bit odd, but um, but 
you know, many of those positions are in are in very high coupon bonds that you know both we and the market expect to get refinanced soon. Um, you know, as, as um, it yields and rates have fallen, um, and they they you know they might be subordinated or, or junior bonds in businesses that are you know otherwise quite defensive um, and cash generative, or they could be in in companies that have been downgraded because downgraded because of COVID. Um, you know, where we expect those businesses to recover. Um, and then get upgraded again when you come out the other side. Um, you know, regardless of that, you know, clearly we are taking a more credit risk. So you know, it's very important that we're on top of every company that we invest in. Um, and, and our ability to do that it, you know, really is down to the, the great team of analysts that we have here at Aberdeen. Um, so we, you know, we, we do have a, a truly global footprint you know, that we're fortunate to have. We've got credit teams in the U.S. Um, in, in London and, and Singapore, covering all the major credit markets. So we really can, uh, you know, kind of pick and choose from a, a global opportunity set with, um, you know, with local analysts on the ground covering these companies and, and, and meeting management and, um, and helping us understand the risks. And Adam, we've had a recent uh, successful rights offering, adding new assets to the portfolio to make it more efficient and bring scale to the fund. Um, how do you foresee reshaping the portfolio, if at all, in light of these changes? Yeah, um, yeah. So the, the major shift we made was kind of during the sell-off um, from, from kind of March to June, July last year, where um, where we rotated out of a lot of the higher-rated, you know, defensive names that had held up well, uh, you know, so telecoms and and, um, and healthcare being examples. And rotating that into into lower rated names that we thought had sold off too aggressively and would recover, so you know really kind of dialing the risk up a bit into that sell off, um, and that's obviously worked out very well for us, um, and um, and that's been a big source of that performance in the 12 months or so since then. Um, aside from that, we haven't really made made huge changes to the fund. Um, you know, we have gradually been increasing our you know emerging market exposure lately. Um, and that's one area that we think there's a bit of opportunity, um, having having slightly lagged the, the strong performance in in European and US high yield markets. Um, and again, that's that's an area where we can really leverage off of a, a very strong um, emerging kind of corporate franchise that we have here at Aberdeen, and, and a lot of good work that they do. Um, and I, I guess lastly, it's worth mentioning that that the new issue markets have been incredibly strong. Um, we're, we're seeing record new supply on both sides of the Atlantic, and, and you know that's that's a function first of a, a bit of a backlog as, as markets were more or less closed for a big chunk of last year, and secondly the strong performance um, and and the kind of decline in yields that we've seen. So you know which means the companies can can borrow very cheaply, um, and and a healthy and busy new issue pipeline is good for us because um, that's you know a source of, of of new ideas, and we can pick and choose bonds that we think are mispriced. Um, and, you know, if we, if we can find a, a 6 or 7% coupon bond that, that's mis, mispriced and trades up a couple of points, that can be a much lower risk uh, way of generating the, the double-digit returns that we're looking for, um, as opposed to, let's say, a par bond with a 10% coupon. So, you know, that, that, that new issue market is something we've, um, we've been taking advantage of lately as well. And, Adam, I would – I'll ask you uh, – the, the fund currently is trading at a slight premium, very successful. Um, 
What is the mood among companies and management that you and the analysts have been speaking with as of late in the high-yield bond market? Yeah, uh, generally very positive at the moment. Um, I mean, especially compared to, to this point last year where we were having you know, some quite tense and frank conversations with management and, and really reappraising a lot of business models um, you know, in light of the pandemic. Um, you know, most industries have proven you know, incredibly resilient um, you know, much more resilient than, than perhaps had been expected. Um, and many have even kind of been forced to, to modernize and, and, and digitize and, and really improve um, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, you know, and that, that should all be things that you know, increase margins over time and, and profitability, and, and, and that's things that they might not have um, you know, done so quickly otherwise. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say definitely um, you know, the, the kind of general tone is, is of optimism. Excellent. Thank you. I'm going to switch gears for a moment, Adam, and talk about ACP, uh, the Aberdeen Income and Credit Strategies Fund, uh, which is a closed-end fund vehicle. Um, so I'm curious, from a portfolio manager's perspective, how does the closed-end fund structure help you to effectively manage a high-yield portfolio in today's environment? Yeah. Um, so the biggest benefit is, is clearly that we don't have to manage daily flows. Um, and you know that that was a real problem for for open-ended high-yield funds in in March April last year, as everyone headed for the exit at the same time. Um, you know, and a lot of open-ended funds were forced to sell bonds at, at some pretty low levels to fund outflows. Um, yeah, so the, the closed-ended nature of, of our capital capital at ACP means that um, you know we can be and we and we were much better positioned in. in in, in those scenarios and, um, and you know, could even, even step in as a buyer. Um, yeah, we should mention that um, we're not totally unconstrained. Uh, you know, the fund is, is levered uh, and we do have to work under the debt to equity covenants, uh, you know, in our, in our credit facility. Uh, so we do have to watch that. Um, but we have just, and, and this is about a month ago, we have just issued uh, you know, $40 million of preferred shares which um, which do provide additional buffer against those covenants. Uh, you know, so very helpful for us uh, and investors, we think, uh, having issued that. And um, and you know, for anyone who might be interested in the, in, in those, we we priced those press at, at five and a quarter percent, uh, and and they came with an A2 rating uh, from uh, from Moody's. Very very constructive and very helpful for investors. Adam, finally. I'll ask you, put you on the spot here. Uh, what would you say to a new investor today that's reallocating their portfolio, um, why they should invest in high-yield bonds at this part of the cycle? Yeah, well, in terms of ACP, uh, you know, the ACP shares yield just over 10% uh, today, which obviously we think is you know, attractive uh, versus the high-yield market yielding closer to 4 4.5%. Um, you know, the shares have obviously had a good run, um, but, but we still think that, that lower rated credit should continue to outperform um, as economies you know, reopen. Um, and, then, and then lastly, which, which I guess we haven't really mentioned at all, is that, is that we feel the fund is relatively well insulated from, from rising inflation, uh, you know, which, is, which is something that's at the top of a lot of investors' minds at the moment. Um, so the fund has a duration of about two and a half years versus a broader high yield market at just under four years. Um, and yeah, and kind of as we discussed earlier, it's credit risk that, that's paramount for us. 
whereas you know a much lower yielding you know, double B or, or investment grade bond will be much more vulnerable to inflation and rising rates. So so yeah, so that that combination of, of higher credit risk and and um, and and low duration, uh, you know, we think is um, you know a good place to be at the moment. Thank you, Adam, for your insights today, and thank you to our listeners for tuning in. You can find out more about the fund at www.aberdeenacp.com. I'm Dan Buchanan with Aberdeen Standard Investments. Do look out for future episodes.